Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Baby, how you feeling? You're listening to Bandwagons. I loved it. <laughs> Did you at home love it? Please uh, let us know. You're listening to Bandwagons, as we just said, hosted by Breed and Fula. We're going to try and make you an expert on all the things people are talking about and pretending to be experts on. What are we talking about today? Breed in our second weekly episode. Ooh. Stop pointing your fingers at me. <laughs> I can't see why you just point that out. You're such a rude bitch. Today we are talking about the queen of pop at the minute, and that is Lizzo, straight off the back of her VMA performance. She is the talk of the town. Did you watch it live? I did not. I watched it on YouTube and I cried a little bit. It's um, not, not to take away from Lizzo's shine here because she was definitely the highlight, but Missy it was Elliot. the lowest. Oh no, Missy Elliott was well amazing, but it was the lowest rated VMAs ever. It's like gradually decreasing in viewers year on year. Yeah, I saw like a clip of, you know, E! News do like their little interviews with celebrities on mm. the carpet and I didn't know who any of them were. Yeah. Which is a bad sign. But um, as always those main talking points we had Missy Elliott for her video vanguard performance that was amazing she had yeah. the girl from the work at video do you know the dancer Alison Stoner yeah cheaper by the dozen um, cheaper by the dozen, <laughs> by the dozen. Um, she step was amazing up. that was in, in step up other things um, incredible but she must be nearly 30 now is she ah oh, she's old like that, sorry that's not old oh she's my god older all than the, us. yeah a little bit She's older than she was as in the video she, when she was a child. Yeah, she recreated all her music videos. Missy Elliott now, not Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Alison Stoner, <laughs> who is, I don't think has that many music videos. Anyway. And is not related to this topic at all. Lizzo played some bangers. She played Truth Hearts, which has been on every single Irish radio station rotation this summer, pretty much. Yep. Banger of a track. And Good As Hell, which is kind of enjoying... It came out like... She released it last year, I think, but it's enjoying like a moment again where it's cherishing. She, She's having a lot of sleeper hits recently. She released that a couple of years ago. 
Oh. Like a few years ago. I'll get into it. But this is the thing with Lizzo is that she's been around for a while and she's only getting the recognition now. Well, then why don't you tell us more about her, Bree? Okay. Educate so, the masses. Melissa Vivian Jefferson. <laughs> Melissa. We're going to go back. Yeah, her real name is Melissa Vivian. 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 V-I-V-I-A-N. Um, she's born in 1988, which makes her. Why would you do this to me? I say, which 31. 31, yeah. Um, and now she's Lizzo. She was born in Detroit and she grew up there until she was about 10. And she then, doesn't look 31. No, she doesn't, in fairness. Uh, Lizzo, if you're listed, let us know what your skin <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Drop the skincare routine, sis. <laughs> um, when, she, when she was 10, her family moved her to Houston, which is when she started to rap. Um, uh, yeah, and it just kind of her music career just grew from there. We're just laughing at you, like, to rap, to rap, <laughs> to rap. Um, yeah, so she had a few little girl groups as a child, and then when she got into her twenties, she moved to where did she move to? Minneapolis, Minneapolis. Say it, Minneapolis. <laughs> yep. And that's Minneapolis. when she tried to make it as a singer. She lived out of her car for a whole year trying to make it as yeah, a musician. Yeah, I saw that. That's demented. Sorry. Previous to that, she did go to college for flute playing. <laughs> She's a flautist. She's a flautist. That's the isn't it? Flautist yeah. or flautist? Flautist. You wake up, flautist. <laughs> flautist. Flautist. Oh, God. Yeah, she's a class, class flute player. Yeah, if, you, if you're only familiar with her singing, if you take nothing else away from this episode, go watch her play the flute. Like, it's There's a really good, so good. Um, like, what do you call it? Like a riff going on online between her and Ron Burgundy, which is... Oh, yeah. Will Sorry. Yeah, yeah. From the Anchorman. Yeah, she recreated the scene from Anchorman where he plays the flute. But she actually played it like, not like him in the movie, but it's funny. Wow. It's funny, guys. to Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't play it, let's be honest. Um, yeah, what else do you want to know? She's re- released three albums so far in yeah, her career. Yeah, this is the thing. So this year she released Cause I Love You, which yeah. is probably people's first intro to her. But yeah. she had two albums prior to this. Yeah, so this album was with Atlantic Records, but before she signed with them, she released Lizzo Bangers, absolutely class name, yeah. in 2013, and then Big Girl, Small World in 2015. But how is that spelt though? You need Big to say girl. It. You need to say how it's spelt. It's like girl, girl. Yeah. Roll them R's. Yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> that's all I know do you like her I love her I only recently discovered her when she played on Ellen and it wasn't even when it happened on Ellen it was like yeah because we what? she was she is our very first mini bandwagon who's been promoted to, to a, a full, full bandwagon, bandwagon. yeah, um, if, yeah. if you want to go back and listen to the episode with Victoria Secret she we actually spoke about her and Victoria is also similarly obsessed with her and again like pointed out how not hip to the curve we are and how not hip to the curve a lot of people have been in terms of her come up because she's been around, she's had the tunes. And Vic tried to get her attention. to play yeah. Dublin last year and no one had any interest in seeing her. Yeah. Or two years ago maybe. Which um, is mad. Because now we'll never get we'll never get her now. Yeah, or this is the thing. That, yeah. Well, she is playing in November. Will we get into that now? Or do you have anything else you want to segue into? Um, I do, but I just I, you go in for that because I need to get my ducks in a row. So she's playing in November. She's playing the Olympia. Did you try to get tickets? I did not because I knew I wouldn't be able to, and I'll tell you why. So for anyone unaware or maybe who just missed this whole debacle, similar to a lot of other artists, um, Spotify usually have a pre-sale beforehand where if you follow the artist on Spotify, they'll be like, hey, this person is coming to X City or they have a new album, whatever. And they'll give you 
access to the tour like maybe two or three days ahead of the general sale like they do with the three arena gigs but this is for this can cover any venue so the capacity of the Olympia is like 1,200-ish. We have no idea how many tickets were um, reserved. reserved for the Spotify pre-sale. So it could have been like 1,100 and there were 100 tickets. It could have, We have no idea. And by the sounds of what happened on the day of sale, it, that sounds about right because they pretty much went on sale and they were gone. Immediately. Yeah, immediately. The tickets started at 39.50 um, and then there was this whole debacle of it was the first time Ticketmasters did this thing called platinum tickets which a lot of people thought were resale tickets but they're not. It's this weird thing where uh, they were basically like they kind of held tickets and acknowledged the demand of the gig and adjusted the price accordingly so that's why you were seeing tickets for like and people being like why are these tickets 140 euro when I'm not getting anything else for them and like that's blah blah crazy. blah when the tickets started at 39.50 like it's it was an absolute farce farce like absolute farce now I think she's tweet she tweeted after because obviously people were absolutely banging down her door on Twitter being like what the hell yeah she said she's going to play arenas next that's the thing everyone because I tried to get tickets and we were like it's fine everybody calm down she'll definitely add like three more or else she'll move it to the three arena or a bigger venue and then all that came was a tweet that says I'm so sorry next year I'll play arenas now, in fairness... Not I, her fault. Yeah, I've been explaining this before as to why it's like, it's not as simple as, we'll just oh, move. we'll just bump them up because... Now, I think a lot of people looked into it and I think the days that she were on about, she was on about or the dates preceding the original date were free. But I don't know, it was like WrestleMania on or something and they would have had like a mad set takedown or whatever. But it's basically like, it's not... It, it's a lot of like geographical issues and like you might have to... If it, it was that easy, they'd do it because they have a lot more to make off it than... That's the thing. Like, do you know what I mean? It's no. Exactly. So you didn't get tickets in the end though, no. No. Do you know anyone that did? No. Are you going to try and get them closer to the time? Oh, not if I have to pay above... <laughs> not if you pay above beyond. Price. Well, that's fair. Like, And not if she's, she's probably going to come back next year. So I can write. I would imagine so. I would like to see her... I wouldn't be surprised if she did, like... I'm going to assume Love Sensation is coming back next year. I'd like to see her headline that. Yes. That would be great. Yes, because she does a lot for the LGBT. Yeah. Big uh, big queer audience. Yeah. Big <laughs> queer audience. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. It's this kind... Like, it was... I fucking lost my train of thought. I don't know. Oh. Debacle? Debacle. I don't know. What was I saying? Sorry, I remember what I was going to say. There was this thing as well of like, so obviously I review gigs and as a music journalist, um, but there was this issue as well of that like, oh, well, sure, like the media people couldn't even get them. There was people like... Uh, Do you reckon you'd get them to review? No. See, th- this is the thing I don't know because they had, there were massive supporters on like Irish Radio who were constantly putting out their tunes and who I would have met at like the album launch party which I'll talk about after um, and they couldn't get near them like Warner were like we, we don't have them we have nothing to give to you like which is like it's not just a case like, of like yeah yeah everyone seemed to have been pushed out by this but then it's a case of like I would really love to know how many were in the Spotify pre-sale yeah to God, be honest I really wish I'd listened to Liz more on Spotify those pre-sale things are great if it's someone you really like yeah you can absolutely just take the heels out from under someone like Slight jackal someone out again tickets. <laughs> Yoink. Um I was at the launch for Cause I, I love, love you. you. Cause I love you. It was on in Trap the Popkill. Um Was she there? 
She was not, unfortunately. Um, Andrea Horan, owner of Tropical Popco. I said owner weird there, but I, mean, I will carry on. Um, she's been a big supporter of her and, again, one of these people who was, like, early to her friend seeing her Liz. star rise. Yeah, friend of the Liz, as we, as we, as, as, as we call them. As we say on the circuit. Um, <laughs> and it was just, it was such a nice, really, really nice evening. Everyone got their, like, little nail bits done and they had, um, I'll put a photo of this on the Insta, but they had, you know, those, like, big, massive baptism baptismal candles. candles they had them but it was like kind of a Saint Lizzo artwork on them I still have it I Ooh. haven't lit it um, I got like a Lizzo t-shirt and it was just very empowering and just talking about her artistry and what she's done for this promotion of self-love and the fact that that's what her artistry centres around as opposed to like chasing every Tom, Dick and Harry it's very refreshing I find good <laughs> love that for you love that for myself um, but yeah I suppose why the reason why Lizzo has blown up all of a sudden with these songs that were released like two years ago is because they've been included in a lot of soundtracks in the last year so Truth Hurts was included in did you see the Netflix film Someone Great with uh, Gina Rodriguez no I know the, I it was know the title oh okay um, don't bother but the promo like the promo that pops up on, on Netflix to show you, you know, when they release a new movie, the yeah, song yeah. over that was Truth Hurts. And that's yeah. the first time I remember hearing it. And it was included in that movie. So that was early enough this year. Yeah. Um, and then I've heard it absolutely everywhere since. But uh, that song was released in 2016. Oh, yeah. Like, it's totally demented. Like, I don't, I think it's, I actually think she said about Truth Hurts. Or 2017, maybe. That the lack of success from it um, made her question whether she wanted to continue her career. Which is... When you think about it now, like you cannot go, you cannot turn a dial in your car on a radio without coming yeah. across it. It's totally demented. And she acknowledges that herself on social media whenever she sees like the chart updates from like Billboard and it's like going up. Because I think at the minute, in terms of the top three or like the top spots, because obviously Old Town Road had the number one in the US for ages and Bad Guy has just superseded that. But I think... Liz always like slow, like lingering around that top three, so she could very easily get a number one again. Now I'm not sure. I'm that's not hundred percent accurate. She could have fallen since, but I, I think she's had a massive push with it and released kind of like remixes and stuff, and yeah. which is the way you have to do with the American charts. Like it's like brutal. You just have to keep the campaign going for as long as possible if you're within a whiff of the number one. Um, so it'd be interesting. Like it, it actually said that a lot that she's like just this queen of sleeper hits because I even remember my friend Kian showing me or sending me boys that song oh, yeah. boys boys big boys itty bitty boys you might have seen it on the, the TikTok yeah did you see the TikTok of the Danny DeVito version oh no that's funny yeah that sounds so good it's just like every boy she describes there's a different picture of Danny DeVito oh, yeah. <laughs> no I saw one and it was one of like different pairs of Crocs Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With the bota, and there was like, I think there was one with cats as well, like some Sheena. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it was. Um, doesn't it sound like though? Do you know? Because um, I had to look this up before I came here because I was like, maybe, maybe it samples this. But you know, we're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue. Do you know the start of that song? And it's like, oi, Do you, and yeah, like, boys. I was like, maybe it's not. The end. I'm gonna have to listen to them side by side. If you, I, I'm mad. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm mad for calling out people who I think have ripped off songs from other people. Yeah, looking at you, Westlife. <laughs> yeah, Breed reckons Westlife uh, ripped they, off a Glee original of all things from like 2015. They did. I have the proof. It's your. It was a landslide vote for yes in that poll. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. 
that's it. Don't Jeez, get me started. <laughs> that's another podcast for another day. There was honestly. another one. Yeah, no, I won't get into it now. We're not talking about that now. <laughs> Um, oh. But yeah, good as hell as well. That was definitely released in 2016. Yeah, I know what. And I, but I even heard it. Like, I think it, it did enjoy a moderate amount of success in America because I used, like, any of the American YouTubers, like, not any of them, but I remember watching a couple of them and they used the song. Like, Liza Koshian, if anyone knows her, she used it in a video of hers when she was, like, announcing a comeback. And I think it was, like, early this year. Again, it was before. Like, I think Ireland had copped on for it, but that was even still kind of late. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It was like, it's amazing the longevity these tracks have had when you consider how, like, how quick the turnover is in the charts. Yeah, and that was stage. one thing. She's always been, like, successfully locally. Successful locally. A lot of L's. Successfully locally. Um, and she's been in, like, several girl groups and stuff that were always, always did well, which is, I suppose, what kept her going. But, like, this worldwide success has just come and hit her with a bang, I think. Imagine being in Lizzo's girl band and... Oh, like the Michelle just Williams not being there now, like, like, well, like, and not even that, because I mean, at least they enjoyed, well, like, uh, raging that you're still not Beyonce, but they enjoyed moderate success from being in Destiny's Child. But like, Lizzo is Lizzo; she's not Lizzo of X band. I'm just saying, imagine being in that band, seeing her get so big, you'd be a bit fuming. Like, oh, if definitely. you didn't equally get as big, yeah, definitely. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. Will I talk about how? Um, <laughs> I was a bit cross with her earlier this year as well. Oh, yeah? I was a bit cross with her. And it wasn't just me. It was fellow music critics. Um, she went on... I don't have the exact wording of the tweet, right? So she released her album, Because I Love You, earlier this year. And Pitchfork... In January. Thank you very much. Very early this year. Um, and Pitchfork, the very highly regarded music publication, um, gave the album a 6.5 out of 10, right? Rude. That's like... So rude. But that's a, that's not that's still not a bad review. Mm. It's not a great review. Where did she lose those other three point five? Well, you can go read the review for yourself. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty fair. Okay. Their main argument was that it it kind of lacks. It kind of lacked the confidence that she exudes in her live performances, and there was seemed to be kind of a disconnect there, which I didn't on, but I didn't one hundred percent disagree with. Um, it's a very good review, as I said. Okay. Anyway, six point five out of ten. She was not happy about that. Obviously, I can understand that you absolutely balls to the wall, put a lot of work into something for something to be not appreciated by a sector that is highly influential and from a publication that, as I said, is like so looked up to and so respected, like Pitchfork, you'd be a bit miffed, right? She tweeted then basically saying that you shouldn't be allowed to review music unless you play or play music or write music. Fair. No, Brie, that's actually completely wrong. Like, you are... Like, as a musician. As, <laughs> no, literally, you're as bad as her. Like, but this is the thing. And around the time, some, whoever was on, like, 2FM's Twitter yeah. retweeted it and, like, quote tweeted it being like, preach and everyone was like shut the fuck up <laughs> like who, what are you talking about like you like you literally wouldn't have jobs stop like yeah but that's the point it was like I can understand to a point the frustration when someone like me I cannot read music I cannot play music you I can, can play though. I can sing Dr. Zayas Dr. Zayas <laughs> I can play the <laughs> what's wrong with me don't start um I can play the piano bit in Take Care by Drake yeah, I'm that's it. well aware. 
it's my birthday now. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, I can't play music. I don't understand that from a perspective. Like, it's not that I don't understand it. I do understand it. But I suppose I have a surface level understanding. With that said, like, I don't think you need to be able to do any of those things to think, to have an opinion on something. Because that's all it is, essentially. It's an opinion. Do you yeah. know what I mean? For the most part, the reviews were good. Like... I'll say again, this wasn't a bad review. And it, a lot of people were arguing that it was like coming from a very classic, classist or like elitist position to say that, oh, you can't say that, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know if I'd go that far, but it definitely is a thing of like, I'm allowed to have an opinion on something as much as you are allowed to have an opinion that you think, as, la- as much as Lizzo was allowed to turn around and be like, well, I think your view is shite. You know what I mean? Yeah. She doesn't, like, you, she can't turn around and then be like, well, you're not allowed to have opinions on music because you can't write, like, do you know what I mean? Or you didn't go to journalism college, like. Yeah, I just feel like that's like me writing a review of a soccer match, like. But it's not, like, <laughs> because she's a qualified, or I think it was a woman who reviewed that. It's not the it same, It definitely no. was. You can like soccer without being good at it. It's not the same. Yeah, okay. I take your point into consideration. You're a bold girl. Anyway, yeah, that was, um, <laughs> but, it, but it's this thing as well of, like, I think, and especially for people like Lizzo, I think I don't know if she apologized after, but I think she kind of took it back and was like, "Yeah, right. like I was just, was just having a bad day." I don't know if she deleted she everything. She does have bad days, but everyone has bad days. Everybody makes mistakes. Lizzo is very vocal. Everybody has, has those days. Bad days. You get the limo out front, yeah. But like, I mean, it, it, everyone has those days where they go on their own hand. As I said, you don't feel like you're appreciated. This has been a long time coming for her, and I can imagine, especially with all the press and stuff, you need. Obviously, you'd want, like, glowing reviews, especially, like, considering the hype that was around her at the time and how much of, like, a hot name she was. To get anything less than, like, a class review, I can understand that. But at the same time, like, music reviews aren't there to blow smoke up anyone's ass. Like, they're not, like... I'd say she just comes in on the defensive because she's obviously been chugging along for so long and getting very little recognition. She's also black she's also a plus size woman she's also a woman like all those things are kind of work we're working against her and i'd say she's just always ready to fight her own corner and to prove herself absolutely and i can appreciate that and as i said it's great to get this representation now and have someone like her be a fully fledged pop star like do you know what i mean on that topic though there was a discussion or i've seen a discussion from uh plus size women and plus size people who are kind of a bit I think annoyed that like maybe people like myself and yourself like straight sized gals having a good time have kind of I don't want to say co-opted because I think that's a strong that's a strong word to use but there's this thing of like you know everyone says it was like oh I liked them before they were cool and stuff I think there's a sense of frustration from that corner of the world where it's like, oh no, all these skinny white girls are on it when I was like bumping Lizzo way before. What do you think of that? Especially around the time of the Olympia gig when people were like, oh, class, that Gillian down the road knows Jukes and she got a ticket and I didn't and I've been absolutely like loving her yeah. for the last few years. Struggled to find a word for loving there. But that's there fair. Go. We've all been there though. You get that with every artist that has set out gigs. Like you get that with any of them yeah sure you get that with the match uh, last exactly. weekend like bandwagoners bandwagoners on the hill yeah this is a sports podcast I am now. so guilty of doing that myself though so I can't really but I think as well I do, I do I do I do understand that argument and then at the same time I'm like how are you ever gonna 
I feel like the main way you'll understand an artist is by going to see them live. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it happened with me at Oxygen a couple of years ago when I went to see Vampire Weekend. I wanted to go because I knew them as a name and I knew the big songs. And I was like, I kind of feel like I should probably go see them. And I saw them and I went out and bought the two albums after and was upset. And I, I'm still like very obsessed with them. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. grand to be like, oh, they're bandwagoners, blah, blah, blah. But like, maybe they just like gigs. Maybe they just like gigs. And they, like their whole like horizon is going to be expanded. Horizon? Horizons, horizons, horizons. yeah. Like they're they're opening themselves up to the artists more, and they are going to be they're like everyone gets to the same level that you're at. If you're a massive fan, do you know what I mean? Like just because you were there first doesn't make you a more legit. Yeah, you're not a superior. Yeah, fan. Yeah, that's fair. Get off the stage. Um, On another note, Lizzo has now branched out into acting. Yes. Have you seen this? She's uh, appearing in two films this year. One oh. is an animated, she does a voice um, in Ugly Dolls, which I don't know if it's come out yet. I feel like it's about trolls or something. Like similar no, is that to not just the trolls? Similar movie? to trolls, like, but <laughs> they're ugly dolls. Like, um, and I the other one. <laughs> like, I saw the trailer for that. I and so it was do like, I, but I can't remember like, coming out. We have bits and bobs and oh, nobody likes us because we're not aesthetically perfect. And then that's the message at the end where it's like, I don't know. I'm assuming. Well, she yeah. does a voice in that. And uh, <laughs> she is also going to be in Hustlers, which is coming out very soon. The one about strippers. The one about the strippers. Yeah, it's coming the out at the end of this year. It also stars uh, Cardigan B, um, Jennifer Lopez. Why do they all have abbreviated names? J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, Cardi B. Cardi B, Cardigan, Bartholomew. There's uh, someone else in it. You're one Betty from Riverdale. Is Lily it? Reinhardt. Isn't Lily, it? Lily, yeah. She is in it. Yeah, I, her name is Lily Reinhardt. Really. Yeah, no, I know that. Wait, why did you not acknowledge you said, it when I said it multiple times? Because <laughs> I'm not here to blow smoke up your arse. Um, the other one is in it. Your one who's in Crazy Rich Asians. Did you see that? No. Well, she's in it as well. Was and she crap? was um, she was uh, she was given out that she wasn't hot. Do you know the way they have the list of actors' names? Who was it? Was it Constance Wu? Might have been Constance. I think it was Constance Wu. Anyway, she was given out that she wasn't like ahead of Jennifer Lopez on like the the running order of names. How scarlet would you be like? Did not just do that alphabetically? Usually, no, no, I don't think so. Well, like they usually do it by how how big the role is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe her role was bigger. Jennifer well, we'll is the lead. See, like, we'll no, have to go see Hustlers and find it. That's it. Is is Lizzo a stripper in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a dad. That's the sound by I'm stripper. Um, I don't know. She plays someone called Liz. Although they're abbreviated. <laughs> like, could they not? Have and that's all I know. That's all Wikipedia gave me. She's. I don't remember seeing her in the trailer. Do you? I, she was in it she's in it very briefly she doesn't have any talking moments in it like yeah anyway that, I think I'll go see that that looks good it's a Netflix movie is it no Cinemas. no it's a, a real life Cinemas. cinema movie it's on the buses at the minute it's on the buses at the minute <laughs> there you know now you... as in like the posters that's, yeah that's when you know it's coming out soon <laughs> isn't it did I that's make a good that up indication uh, well like I would imagine so because what would the point of it being on the buses be to advertise <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so hot and confused. Anyway. It's my Tinder bio. <laughs> um, I'm so hot and I'm so confused. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about Lizzo? <laughs> you know, the, uh, so the month her album came out. Came January, out. January, as you just told me. Sorry, maybe it wasn't January. I feel check? Like, no, she, maybe she... You're such a pathological sorry, liar. Sorry, she released the Deluxe version of the album in like Dulux, Dulux, <laughs> the paint version of the album. 
<laughs> no, stop I'm trying to keep this going no. <laughs> and the month she released that she ha- she got to play Coachella she actually oh I'll put this on the Insta as well there's a cracking photo of her don't that say she it shares, you're not gonna do it that she shares on don't be rude that she shares on Insta um, of her at the Made in America festival do you know that festival that Jay-Z does Oh, I saw this today. And basically, she's like performing to the crowd and whatever. And she's like, um, swipe to, to swipe to something. Swipe, swipe to, for, uh, like to boost your mood. <laughs> <laughs> swipe to boost your mood. Something saw, like that anyway. And you swipe and it's, well, you can see it from the first photo as well. So I don't know why she felt the need to swipe. Maybe just No, you, I saw, no, you, you only see it from the first photo once you've seen it in the second. Oh yeah. Okay. But anyway, it's her performing and Beyonce and Jay-Z are watching her from the side of the stage. She is having a great time and she is delighted. What would you do if you looked to your left and Beyonce was watching and cheering you on? Shy college. I'm not a big Beyonce head. Are you not? Why? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we should invest. We should investigate this on a. That's right. Like I feel like people are a bit like that. You're either now, on though. or you're off. Like with Beyonce. You're, you're either, either in the fall be- on or just like you're not. either in the beehive. The album was released in April, and she played Coachella in April. That same. I know, month. but that that doesn't. You told me the album was released in January. One of them was. <laughs> or some song was anyway <laughs> but that's mad isn't it like she uh, released the album and immediately got asked to play Coachella like in a matter of weeks I'd say that was like I don't think it was a case if she released the album and they asked well the other two albums were flops so they weren't flops they weren't like they weren't they didn't commercially yeah, break through though but they didn't have the that's same that's I went around success. calling everything you did a flop like just but because it didn't wouldn't be far off <laughs> Jeez, we are not having good lives. Can I give you a fun fact about Cause I Love You, the song? Yeah. Um, it's Lizzo's favourite song and it was written in 10 minutes. Fun. What's your With favorite? the assistance of the rock band X Ambassadors. There you go. What's your favourite Lizzo song? Probably Soulmate because it also talks about former bandwagon um, astrology. Um, soulmate? Yeah. Now I'm my own soulmate. It's not one of the big ones, is it? No, but it's a very good album track. I'd imagine it's going to be a single very soon. Very, very soon. She says something about the guy that she's with being a Gemini and she's like, like a threesome, fucking with them every night. And then- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He's like really two-faced because apparently this that's a traded... a clean podcast. For it's a traded Gemini's or something. Um, what's your favourite Lizzo song? Uh, because I'm such a basic breed, um, it's good as hell, I think. Does it like... That key change gets me every time. 
I don't I don't know if I like Good as Hell Why? I don't know if I really like Truth Hurts either Truth uh, it's No sorry That's not fair I do like Truth Hurts Because have you seen the memes on Twitter Where Do you know the lyrics are like You could have had a bad B word Because it's a clean podcast Barney You could have had a bad bish Non-committal But then they had these memes going around And it was like You could have had a bad bish Malcolm in the middle <laughs> I need to I think she put them on Insta They're very very funny um, I don't really like the What was the other one You were talking about I don't really like Juice. Go to Tell I've, It sounds very like I like the message And that's generally What I like it's about her It's just a her. great melody It's very catchy it, it sounds very like Did you see the VMA's performance? Movie soundtrack Yeah I And I, I enjoyed As I said I, I love her I think she is like Born that to bitch. perform Like she is Like what else Would she be doing? Truly, sure what else would she be doing? Sure, what else would she be at? Do you think she is going to? Oh, I found it. So it's like, you could have had a bad bitch, Malcolm in the middle. You could have had a bad bitch, Stuart Little. You could have had a bad bitch, Peanut Brittle. You could have had a bad bitch, Book of Riddles. You could have had a bad. Oh, I don't get this They're one because so it's stupid. like, it's like the magic boss or something. You could have had a bad bitch. And then it's like a tiny photo of a violin. So it's like little, little, little fiddle. fiddle. You could have had a bad bitch, sour skittles. You could have had a bad bitch, the wiggles. <laughs> that one doesn't work as no, well. No, it doesn't. Um, do you think she's going to maintain the hype? Or is it, or do you think she's a flash in the pan, as the old saying goes? Uh, no, I can't remember someone that has been this big that has just disappeared. Well, then maybe, maybe that's why I can't remember them. Mika. Mika. <laughs> <laughs> I could be brown I could be blue <laughs> They're not even They're not even Similar like No Mika um, was huge Mika played like Slane <laughs> Did he Yeah he did play Slane On his own Breed <laughs> Everybody's gonna love To take He did In the castle Are you taking the piss No he didn't Supporting someone Hey Siri <laughs> no, I'm gonna check. Did Mika play Slane? Did, did, did Mika play? Uh, did Mika play Slane? I think I'm mixing him up with someone. No, I don't think so. <laughs> he played. He definitely played Dublin. <laughs> There's a big difference between like. No, I remember either my brother going or my cousin going to see Mika, Mika but then also them going to Slane for a concert, and I Mika might be confused. Mika Dublin. Okay. Mika Dublin. Oh, I'd go see Mika right now if he was if he was doing <laughs> yeah, only do only doing that album. Like he's playing in New York. Like he played the Olympia. Maybe that was it in <laughs> 2010. Yeah, that sounds about right. There you go. Oh my god, close enough. Right side of the city. No, it's not. he. Oh my god, there's a weird Irish connection. So there, he did this uh, interview with the Independent in 2010 before the gig last October. Miko was sequestered in a hotel in Los Angeles, growing increasingly frustrated in his attempts to clear all the legal work for one of his new tracks to be signed over to Boys Own to Record. Unreal. There you go. Did it happen? No. So I decided to go down. For a lot of infuriating reasons, it was very complicated to get it all approved. So I decided to go downstairs for coffee. The elevator doors opened and Ronan Keating was standing there holding a bag of groceries. I'd never met him or any of them. So we chatted for a few minutes and then I tur- turbo- tur- turbocharged and got the song approved by the next morning. The, the single in question is gave it all away. 
What's that going to I gave it all away, la di da di da Why, I, I, I laid... I can't believe you don't know the song. I lay my heart down on... Yes. Recent? No. It was... It would have been after Stephen Gately died. Oh, no. I'm a priest. To feature fan. the final vocal vocals of Stephen Gately. Oh, maybe I do know that. Mika didn't know. This is, this, I mean, the rest of the interview is kind of sad. Anyway, but <laughs> there you go. I didn't know Mika wrote that. Um, yeah. Do you know what I learned over the weekend is the tin whistle instrumental in When You Say Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> if you want to check Breed's Instagram out. Uh, at Breed, is it? It's pretty boo on Instagram as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, consistent branding, I like Should that. we get that bot to give up that account on Twitter? I know. Anyway. Anyway. What, what account are you trying to get on Twitter? There's Breed Boo is taken by a bot, but Breed Boo with three O's is... Oh, Boo. It's the right time for Halloween. You don't have to change your Halloween name. No. What should I change my Halloween name to for this Twitter, yeah. this Twitter Halloween? What have Previous been editions have been Fiongula Bones. I love that. Yeah. What about just Finbula? Finbula. It's, uh, it's just a lot of vowels. Do you know what I mean? You've got options. Yeah, I've got options. Know. Anyway, write to us. Send us a message. It's the first of September. <laughs> <laughs> We're already. I I know what I'm going as for Halloween, but I'm keeping what? that car close to my chest. You I'll tell always you after. do this. Can I? I'll tell you after. We're not. We're not going as a group. Like, oh. well, you can, but it has to be. It has to be related to what I'm going as. Okay. Oh, I think I know. I don't think you do. Well, you said on this podcast in a previous episode that you were going to go as one of the characters from Kim Possible. <laughs> The naked mole rat? No, the girl with the black hair and green. I would love to do that, but I'm going for something different, I think. Is if he, I have is more... Keen doing no, a couple's costume? No, he definitely won't be doing a couple's costume with the first one I'm He's doing. He's so boring. I know. Anyway, <laughs> do you think Lizzo is going to be a flash in the pan, yes or no? I said no. Okay, great. And then we got, <laughs> we got down a Mika rabbit hole. I think... That I'm not proud of. I do worry. It's not that I don't think... Like, I think the hype will be sustained and that I don't think she's going to lose a fan base. I think the fan base is going to grow. And I think she is going to go on and do great things as a performer and we're going to see her fill out these bigger venues. My worry is that with the, like, difficult second album that seems to come with artists, given that she was, like, fairly cranky about the reaction to this one, I don't know. Like, I don't know how well... And just because it has been like such a big few years for her, I don't know. It would depend when she releases it. I think she needs to give everyone kind of a break. If that makes sense. Like I think she needs to disappear for a year. No, do a hosier on it. Hosier went away for longer. Yeah. but I just think, right, if you consider the fact that all, the, the majority of the tracks that are like you peaking now. constantly in, you sit, like you said, in the charts. Do you not? To be a Taylor Swift, like you have to be constantly. But Taylor Swift wasn't constantly in the charts either. She's constantly there though, like she's just always there, looming. I think it'll be no harm for her to keep doing like features and stuff. But I just think now, I think we are kind of risking like oversaturation with her, if I'm being completely honest. If you consider the fact that the majority of the tracks that are charting now are not even from Because I Love You, they're from the older albums and like the EPs. Yeah, but she wrote them all. She's an unreal songwriter. I'm absolutely not disputing that. I'm not disputing her talent at all. I think she can do it, but I think it's a case of, you know the way people get when... I want it. Like, if you... T- I don't know why I popped it on my head earlier, but, like, you know the way with, like, Jennifer Lawrence, right? Oh. This is a weird example to use, but, like, you know how people... When she came out first, she was hot shit because she was so relatable and, like, goofy and, like, ha we love this girl. And then eventually people were like, I hate her... I she's such I a try hard. 
Not to cool, but I will. But. Do you know what I mean, though? Yeah, no, once people, fair. once someone is kind of so imprinted on someone's psyche for that long, I feel like people will grow intolerant. Yeah. And especially because she is so unashamedly out there. And I would worry for her. To, I don't think she'll be able to be in the public eye constantly. No, definitely not. Uh, not long after the album came out, and it, this was after the whole thing with the review, I know she kind of had a spiel up where... It didn't see. What are you laughing? At? <laughs> it's slain. It's slain in me. No, just keep again, going, keep going. We need to get this done. This is also very serious. This is just a content warning for anyone, mental health or whatever. She was putting out a lot of kind of alert, not immediately alarming tweets, but she seemed to be definitely going through it in terms of her mental health and struggling post-album, dealing with the success. And Charlie XCX, she's collaborated with her before as well on uh, Blame It On Your Love. She has done something similar as well recently where she's like, just this notes app of all these thoughts being like, I can't stop crying. And it, in a dissimilar way to Lizzo, because Lizzo's having all this success with all these random singles. Charlie's having a really hard time with this album. I don't know if you've noticed, but with any of the singles she's put out for this upcoming album, None of them are doing incredibly well commercially. Like they're gaining a good response from critics and fans, but none of them are charting significantly. And I think she's been on a spiel being like, oh, it's really hard. And I don't think she's taken it down or whatever. I think she's just come back after and been like, look, I'm very open with people. I didn't mean to like frighten anyone or whatever, but like it is very hard. And that's the reality of being an artist. And Lizzo went through something extremely similar where she came back after and she was like, I'm so glad people are looking out for me. And... But it just is very hard when you have all this on your shoulders. Cupcake, the rapper, was the same as well. She was going through a very hard time and expressed this through social media. And it's great to see the fan bases kind of rally and be like showing them what they can't see. Because it must be hard as an artist when you're trying to like mill through the noise and find out what's worth taking on board and what's not. Yeah. I think as well with Lizzo, her whole thing is she really really badly suffers with imposter syndrome yeah that she talks about a lot did she mention that in the vma thing i feel like she did i'd believe but i can even as you made the point as well and as i've just said we've never seen a pop star so mainstream commercially successful like her and be so openly accepted which is like a shit thing that it's taken this long and whatever she probably feels so much pressure because of that as well but yeah but that's what I'm saying and it's a case of and I think she probably feels like this could be taken away from me at any minute which I mean it can and you can apply that to so many other singers but I'd say she definitely feels twice the pressure that any of her like any of the people that came out around the same time that were like white and straight sized or like male even I'd like I'd say she's like how would I stand a chance? Like, I really have to maintain this momentum. But also, she never let on because of her persona and the way, just how this message that she puts out, which I think is so positive about believing in herself, loving herself, not depending on other people, not depending on, like, a romantic partner, that the love needs to, the love needs to be within you first. Yeah. Because that's the thing people are like, and people say it about plus size people a lot, where it's like, oh my God, she's so brave, blah, 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 whatever. But, like, they're not. Like, they're just, le- like... They're people that are living their lives. It's not a massively courageous thing to do. We just won't give them the space to do it. Like, Yeah. That's so fair. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing. Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> Sorry. I went on a spiel. No, that's fine. I'm so distracted because your top keeps opening and I keep thinking your boob is going to pop 
That's what Lizzo would want, I think. I know, like here. For I don't know. Cold. I wore this to work. Like I'm wearing like a kimono oh, with no t-shirt. Questionable work wear. Really not appropriate at all. Yeah, you're grand. Really not appropriate. Um, any other notes on Lizzo you want to include? I do enjoy her. I think... Where do you think she's going to... Like, I do you think she's going to do an arena gig next year or do a bigger gig? Yeah. Or, or, I would say... She'll do that and then she'll take a break. I was listening to around... Just to get background on the ticket fiasco with the Olympia. I listened to the explainer from the journal. They did a podcast on the whole... Who they? It was like two parts where I was like, who is Lizzo? Why was there such a fuck up with the tickets? Um, and Jim O'Carroll, he's the founder of... RT brainstorm and he does like these banter talks but he basically said that with the way the circuit is changing now the way you'd see bands they'd like do the full like rig out they'll do wheelins they'll go on to the academy they'll go on to the Olympia and then eventually they'll have this following that they're just automatically they're at the three arena whereas now it's a bit different for artists because of all the festivals we have as well and because the fees are usually a bit much more lucrative for artists they'll probably just go for the festivals which is why I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if she was announced for something like uh, if she was announced for something like Love Sensation like but I picnic next year maybe maybe Longitude, her music kind of fits that bill. Yeah. She's not just pop, she's just R&B, she raps. She considers herself a rapper, like, she gets yeah. very annoyed when people yeah. don't call her a rapper. Oh, yeah, she's very, very good. Um, but the thing is, I don't know, the thing, because of Sensation is a newer festival, I don't know, I don't want to say that they don't have the money, and that's not what I'm, if anyone's listening from Love Sensation, that's not what I mean, but I don't know, would they go with more of a, <laughs> would they go with more of a, more of a banker in terms of longitude because you'll have all the children buy tickets for that and ask mommy and daddy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And me going. And me, like, yeah, I was going to say. And me, and absolutely. I'm going to be there with a Zimmer frame fucking next year. Especially, if, like if she's announced, I'd go. But because the crowd and everything was so different this year, it would be, I'm not saying it would be a bit left field because like they had Cardi headline and all, but like it is, I would Last love year, to see them pull it back a bit more like ab- Oh no I would agree that. Yeah yeah Because it would like This year it was like Very male Very like male rapper Heavy. Which again Again I love But we need more diversity Do you know what I mean And yeah. she would bring it And I'd have no doubt She'd be great for like a Sunday At Longitude Because Sunday tends to be like The more chill Not Fresh like Do you know what I mean Because they had Solange the Sunday A couple of years ago And it didn't fully sell out And the vibe was totally different This year it was just Carnage every day Because it was like Cardi was supposed to be ASAP And then he got arrested And Stormzy played the Saturday No Yeah thinking Stormzy Yeah Stormzy did play the Saturday mm-hmm. He replaced Chance the Rapper Because he was a bold boy And just decided not to come Classic Chance Will Lizzo play Slam <laughs> I Lizzo Only if she gets me Get to support <laughs> Lizzo has been supporting uh, big bands for years though. She supported Haim, uh, Florence on their big tours. That's such a great pairing. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Like I wouldn't be surprised if she was an EP shoe as well. But then you'd wonder why they didn't get her for EP this year. Yeah. But, they ca- busy, but again, you know? EP. She's through the VMAs. She's busy. That's true. Yeah. She's just a lot on. You w- I would say as well though that EP didn't kind of have that... EP kind of not even that because they did like they're the Strokes do you know what yeah. I mean they're Billie Eilish but it, they kind of tend to veer more towards like kind of straight up pop kind of straight like men with guitars do you know what I mean that's such a dig at Hosier I'm so sorry Andrew. well it is 
It's a dig at this And Dermot always, I love Dermot It's not a dig at Dermot But it, like It's not a dig at them Because they're good artists It's a dig yeah, at the people Being the, like Yeah Put it together But all, you can book them But like Also book women Yeah And well, black women And black artists And fat people Like just yeah. book them all Yeah There's room for everyone Is what I'm saying You don't need 8,000 white Caucasian men With a guitar Doing Or women Oasis You got a lot of women this year In fairness No they were In terms of gender balance It wasn't actually that bad I'm fairly sure Florence Charlie It's Charlie baby Is Eilish an Irish first name? Yeah she has Irish heritage She was actually talking about that on She did an interview with Fergal Darcy On Today FM Okay Um, She'd never been to Ireland though Before she came here Did you see the crowds for the gig? No Oh Oh, my god Yes I did Like if anyone I didn't hear she was great though She was very, very low energy I only heard one person say she wasn't good and I don't trust the person that said I it. I heard a couple of people, well, like just a couple of people on their own Instagram was like, you're crap while she was playing, which isn't great but, either, but to be honest, again, I think that's EP being like, let's let every scrot in the country come to the festival because we're greedy, greedy, greedy people. Yeah. It's like, it's a totally, like, I heard that there was people making... Big Dirty Fry, actually, Michael Fry, who yeah. does the sketches. He was there for Joe and they were, well, not there. He was, I don't know, was he, I don't know what he was doing there. Anyway. He was at Years and Years who were playing the main stage and he said that it was so enjoyable until people started, like, shouting homophobic abuse at Ollie. Like, oh, do you know what I mean? so sad. And it's... Because he's class, like. Yeah, yeah. We've but, seen the, him but twice. that's not... But it's not even... It's not even about, oh, well, he's a nice person. Like, that's no, not acceptable just, in any festival. That's such a good show. Like, he puts on such a good show that I don't know. Whatever about him being, like, crap. But it's typical. It's annoyed. like... Kieran from Kerry up for the up for the weekend, like, is rarely let out of his house, like, decides he can act the animal because he's... Yeah, on yokes. On yolks or hot cans for three days. Like, it's just not. Someone put up a video, I can't remember who it was. It's someone we know, and they were like, I need to go home. And it was, t- it was Monday morning, and there was someone had set their tent on fire. But this is the, this is the thing. I think it was like 57,000 people this year, and they're increasing it again next year. I don't know. I think we dodged a bullet not going, to be honest. And like, it's all I see from people who, like, because even when we started going, I think that's when it started getting big. Like big, big, yeah. big, big. And the way it is now, I think that's when the tide started turning on it because any time anytime I see any online commentary about it or anyone talking about it, they were like, I went to the picnic for years. Do you know when it was like cool and really alt and now it's not cool? Well, it like, I mean, do you know when it was really yeah, alt? Yeah, And people were saying that the difference in the crowd is surreal. And then again, you could argue that it's like, well, that's you getting older and there's young, there's younger people going to it now. That's life. That is literally the process of aging. Yeah, you were but all I, that age when you went. But I also do think well. you you increase capacity. You're obviously going to increase your like oh. faction of wankers. Like, yeah, 100%. unfortunately. Um, anyway, welcome to our episode on electric. <laughs> welcome to our episode on Mika. You asked for it. Slain. We gave it to you. Electric. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... So to conclude, I would like to see her. I would like to see her in a smaller venue before I see her in Trina. So I would like to try and wangle tickets. If anyone wants to give us tickets, yes, please. We are extremely open to being hashtag gifted. Um, but like, if it gets closer time, I'll probably just buy one. Like, buy one. How much would you pay? Oh, I wouldn't. I'm not paying any touts or any like scummy. Well, you're only going to scummy Sally's being like extortionate prices if you get a hundred euro or nearest offer. Like the stuff that was going on before EP, not to bring it back again, but like the ticket, where is an old rock when you need them? Like, yeah, 
I need no rock to go out and start drop kicking kids like trying to scam not his, me. It's not his jurisdiction. <laughs> He's literally trying to bring in legislation on it now. I have no idea what Noel Rock does. <laughs> he has so many posters. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. I would like to see her in the Olympia. If not, I mean, a nice small tent at a festival would do. I would, If she played Longitude, I would be willing to go to Longitude again and put myself through it. Even though that festival's getting... That festival oh, is sure is like changing. Stab City. No, not even that because they're just too young. Like they don't know what knives are. Fair. Okay. That's that. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I can't stop doing that. Thanks for coming. Um, um, I suppose now is a good time as ever to talk about the mini bandwagons. Is it right? Sure. They're not, like not one of them is funny and I don't know how I'm going to do this seriously. Wow, you're really selling this podcast <laughs> to new listeners. Um, so I watched a really good mini bandwagon <laughs> documentary last night. Um, and it was about Harvey Weinstein. Did you see it? Oh God, no, but I really want to, but it's all, that's also kind of grim. It was on um, Sunday night at nine o'clock um, on BBC Two. It was called Untouchable, The Rise and Fall of Harvey Weinstein. And it was basically interviews with um, several women that either worked for him or were um, assaulted by him. And it was just really, really interesting. I would definitely recommend if you can get it, you maybe get it on the iPlayer, I'm assuming. What channel was it on? BBC Two. They'll probably run it again. It was you'd definitely being talked about a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. You'd get you get it can, somewhere. If you can get it through nefarious means again, get an old VPN. Yeah, very similar to what was the other documentary came out earlier this year about the rapper? Oh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly, very similar to that. But not as long. It's only an hour and a half, one off. God, that R. Kelly one was long. It was long. It was like eight parts or something, wasn't it? Yeah. But yeah, very interesting because I hadn't really dove into allegations and stuff at the time. Okay. And it's just interesting to hear it from the horse's mouth. So that's the untouchables. It's no. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's a totally different thing. (laughs) What's it called? Untouchable, the rise and fall of Harvey Weinstein. I wasn't that far off. The untouchables is like a superhero movie, isn't it? Untouchable, untouchable. Anyway. It's not appropriate, I'm really sorry. It's untouchable, the Harvey Weinstein story. I can't believe it. The rise and fall. (laughs) Jesus. It's that show. Yeah, on the BBC. Yeah, go find them. Jump back 30 seconds. <laughs> I said it all there at the start. What? <laughs> um, What's next week? It's coming up to Ookie it's coming up season. We mentioned it earlier. Is your bandwagon just Halloween? Nope. Thank um, God. Close though. It Chapter 2 is coming out this I'm week. I'm really excited. <laughs> I thought you were having a stroke. Um, I went to see it with my housemates last year, the first one, and it was terrifying. And now I don't was think they'll come with year? me. No, it was a few Sorry, years ago. Sorry, not last year, but when the last one came out, we all went to see it together. And I don't think they'll come see it with me, so I might have to see if... Will you go see it? No. Did you see the first one? I don't do It's ooky, so ooky, good. Ooky, it's ooky. so ooky spooky. It's class. And I can't wait to see, because this is the one, like, the kids have all grown up. See, your man from Stranger Things is being played yes. by, like, Bill Hader now and all. I. That's great casting. Wait, it's going to be so good. Is it Jessica Chastain as well? Plays the girl whose name I can't remember. Don't know. I, I, think I don't know anything about it other than there was a clown. A spooky and a clown. Back and again. a yellow raincoat. Back once again for the renegade the master. Yeah, the, I won't give any spoilers for the first one, but yeah, they're all grown up and they have to go back to the town, confront their fears. I can't wait. I've heard reviews. I think it's supposed to be like good. Oh, I'll go if we vlog it. We for can't vlog it in the cinema. We can a bit. We'll get arrested for piracy. You wouldn't steal a handbag. You, you wouldn't steal a car. Um, Do you know why I'm Australian? Did, just a quick question. Did the first one coincide with all the scary clown people dressing up and going into woods and stuff? I feel like that was a conspiracy theory that came out. But I... What do you mean? That it was supposed to be like... Oh, was it pro- no, not that it was promo for it, but was it all around the same time? 
Clowns in the news. <laughs> in the nude. Clowns in the news. That's just me. 2016 clown sightings. Yeah, I feel like that was when the first one oh, came it's out. It's so scary. It's chapter one. Let's see. Could you imagine a clown coming at you with a chainsaw? I wouldn't be able. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, it's, it's chapter one came out in uh, 2017. 2017? Yep. Maybe the movie was based off the real life events. Maybe not. Maybe not at all. What's the final bad wagon breach? Um, our friend of the pod, Sophie White, has written a book. Woohoo! You've read it. I sure have. It's called Filter This. It's about influencers acting the maggot. It's a fiction book. It's very, very, very good. You will see shades of everything that you see on your Instagram. It's demented. Like, you'll read bits of it and you'll think, like, oh my God, this is so beyond parody. But when you think about it, I guarantee you, it's not that far removed from reality compared to what other people are doing in real life it's very very good it's surprisingly dark and I think whether you love influencers and are bed into them same as myself and follow everyone or whether you hate them you will love this book it's so so good five stars yeah it's coming out the fifth I think this week the fifth um, I think it's there's filter this filter this um, there are some copies available in Hodges Figgis at the minute I think okay so um, you might get lucky you might get lucky but um, otherwise you only have to wait till the end of the week happy days it's very, very good. And there's a sequel in the works. Oh, yeah. spoiler. Spoiler. Um, so they're my mini bandwagons. We also Thanks. have a mini announcement for our Patreon listeners. There will be a bonus episode, hopefully coming your way in the next week. In the next week. Yes. So we are recording our first episode of Off the Wagon on Friday. We will be enjoying some beverages. Hashtag drink responsibly. Um, and we're going to be talking about some of the things that the patrons suggested, maybe things we won't, wouldn't usually get a full episode out of. Uh, we're just going to shoot the breeze. We're pretty much playing it by ear with this first episode and I'm sure we'll figure things out as we go. It's a bit of crack. You will not be able to listen to that unless you're a patron. So we would absolutely really appreciate your patronage. It is $5 to get those bonus episodes. You get to send us all your suggestions, a few cheeky shout outs. There's a lot of like creative input that you get. We're working on a few other bits as well, but I think it's well worth it now at the minute. And I think once the episodes start coming out, you'll want to be on that wagon. Yeah, and five dollars is only like four euro fifty, and you can get like <laughs> what can you get? Breach? You can get like three packets of those fake nails and pennies for four fifty. Yeah, that's, absolutely, that's too many. Like you only need one. No. Um, what else can you get for four fifty? Like nine feasts. You three. wouldn't get nine three. Three. feasts three. with four fifty. How many animal bars? Uh, How many Fredos? Jesus, they're gone up. Jesus, Probably only the inflation five now these days. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's if it's you so little. All we're saying is stop eating Freddos. Stop eating so many Freddos. It seems and like a lot. Of, it seems like a lot in one serving, and let us buy some with your donation. You could get a four in one. Four in one is a fiver, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just give up the four in one. Yeah, just once a month. That's what. That's a one four in one once a month. One can of coke instead of four. Do you reckon we're failing with this sales pitch? <laughs> I feel like we were going good and we derailed. That's it. what they on other podcasts. This is what they do. I don't know why it's not working for us. Um. Yeah. So those <laughs> that bonus episode, you'll be getting one once a month. Yeah. That's what we're working with at the minute. As I said, we're still figuring things out, but I think it's going to be very good crack. And if you want to support us, we really appreciate it. If you don't have the money at the minute, that's fine leave us a little review instead we like reading them only if they're nice I don't like reading yeah. them when they're not nice um, and if not if you can't do that or if you're not willing to follow us on all our social media channels or Bandwagons Podcast yeah and tell a friend and tell a friend That's most importantly 
tell a friend, wagons are back. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Yeah. Mitsumika. Yeah. He's playing slime. Mitsumika, he's playing slime. We'll see you there. I've okay. been Fanula. I've been Breed. Um, you can get us on our respective social media channels. I'm at Fanula J. I'm at Breed Boo. Um, Thanks for listening. We have been Man Wagons. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Yeehaw. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.